2: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You know, a sometimes cynical and negative world, 98PXY dares to feel good.
0: Oh, sometimes. I get a good
2: feeling. This is Moose and Breezy's Vibe Check. Yeah. PXY mornings on the number one hip music station 98 PXY. Oh, sometimes I get a
0: good
2: feeling. It's time for the vibe check
3: on PXY Mornings 585 252 Are you in your good vibes? Tell us why. Breezy, good morning.
4: Good morning, Moosey.
3: People are here knocking at the door this morning. No, they're Ooh. pouring
4: in both doors.
3: Not even knocking it. They're not even knocking. They're kicking at no, it. No,
4: they're literally Kool Aid Man through the wall. So they're like, <laughs> my good vibes are,
3: brother. <laughs> that was Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I don't know what that No, was. that was, uh, yeah, I just sure. Can't
4: sure. get my impressions down.
3: No, do your Kermit for us. Do Kermit the Frog for us. Um. Ready? Well, hold set on. Me, Let we'll set set me up, you up. set you up. Let me set you up. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, all right then. If you see it fit, take the day off.
4: Hey oh boy, thank you, thank you, thank you.
3: the <laughs> 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 It's really bad, Breeze. It's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's I've really bad. I've been working on it for months. Yeah, it sounds like it. Who's here?
4: <clears throat> oh, Cody's here. Oh,
3: I thought you're you were going to say Miss Piggy. Oh, no. <laughs> Could you imagine? What's up, Cody?
4: Cody says, good morning, guys. I'm in my good vibes because I'm a positive person and the people around me are negative. I'm over it, especially this holiday season. There, I said it.
3: Is that Cody from yesterday that called in on the show? There, I said it. I'm so sorry. Well, maybe that's Cody Um, from yesterday. Is it? It could be. (coughs) Cody called in for parental confidential yesterday.
4: People do listen every day,
3: so they could be. At different times, yeah, at different times. Especially if you're in the shower this morning listening, we thank you guys. Make sure you dry off. You don't want to go to work all wet. Uh. All right, let's get yeah, serious we're, we're this morning.
4: bleeding listeners. Um, anyone on your end?
3: No. I don't have the text. I don't, I don't know this morning. I don't have, you don't you have st- a text line. You start off at the morning, and then you throw it over to me in the uh, sure. mid-show, and then see all the text coming in. Nice. This is your thing.
4: Literally been here for a year. does have access to the text line, so <laughs> perfect. Um, Riley's here Riley says Good morning guys Cookies last night Garland up I know I'm late But I'm feeling in the spirit Not late
3: You know the tradition for Christmas For a lot of people Used to be Christmas Eve Is when they put the tree up Mm -hmm. I mean that's really Like you're getting one day out of it That's not enough That's why people start in October I know As soon as Halloween ends Tree's going up Mm -hmm.
4: And then Heather's here Good morning Moose and Breezy Feeling snazzy this morning in my brand new outfit, heading to my company Christmas party
3: tonight. I'm ecstatic. Are you going to wear the same outfit, or are you changing? Is that an all-day thing? I mean, it's 6.13 in the morning. What time's the party? Seven? I mean, our party was a luncheon, so. Yeah, our party was at 2 o'clock at Roarbox. Yeah, so that checks out.
4: Anyways, I- that's all I got for
3: I mean, you know, I I will say I'm in my good vibes today because after watching two of the shows that I watched last night, it really put a lot into perspective. I watched two episodes of Sister Wives and then one episode of Thousand Pound Sisters, whatever it's called. I'm like, oh, God, they got married at the hospital. Oh, it was tough to watch. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's, um, I don't mean to laugh it was just so trashy and ridiculous to watch these two sisters humiliate themselves on TV and it's like well, one of those th-
4: well they're thriving now
3: well then I must have been watching a really old episode
4: were they still a thousand pounds collectively
3: they looked pretty heavy yeah
4: okay so but they're... one of
3: the girl one of the sisters was getting married and her husband that was getting married both in wheelchairs, had oxygen tanks hooked up to their windpipes. And uh, it was, you know, everybody's farting and thinking it's hilarious. And I'm like, this is like nutty professor in real life. This is really bizarre.
4: Okay. So. Okay. Anyways. She looks different now.
3: I bring this up because it just uh, was a real confident booster. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You know, Whatever.
4: Unfortunately, um, they did split over the summer.
3: Who? Who? Oh, the husband and wife that got yeah. married. Oh, I'm so sorry. Unfortunately, Caleb, she was let, what, Caleb she's, is
4: no longer in the picture."
3: Because she she lost a little bit of weight and is thriving now. She was like, "I'm too good for you." A
4: little bit of weight. I I think she lost a ton of
3: weight. I don't know. I don't know how. Whatever.
4: Much. All I know is that. I used to watch the show and she was literally on the verge of death. She was going to die and her one sister got gastric bypass surgery to shrink her stomach and the next day, one day post-op, she ate Chinese for
3: breakfast. Oh, no. So, and they couldn't do it. They couldn't do the surgery, right?
4: No, that this was the day after.
3: Oh, surgery. that was her breakfast. Correct. Oh, 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 oh.
4: <laughs> so, she was like, I feel like I'm having a heart attack. They're like, right? Because you, you aren't allowed to eat solid food for the per- first six months after a surgery like that,
3: right? She's like, and but I like egg rolls. Eating
4: Chinese for
3: breakfast. Oh no.
4: Anyways, it's um, a, it's a crazy, crazy. So show.
3: collectively, they're
4: thou- I thought they were a thousand pounds each. The one is six hundred. The one is four hundred.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Are you no. in your good vibes?
4: Um. After that conversation, of course. Yeah, I love that. No, I am. Um, I'm just a little stressed, but that's all right. I I have a lot to do before I leave, and I feel like this is very, it's very, like, relatable in the sense of whenever you go on a trip or whenever you leave your house for an extended period of time, you feel like that you need to conquer the entire world.
3: Right. You want to get everything to done and buttoned solve,
4: up. Solve world hunger and, you know, do all of this crazy, crazy Tie stuff.
3: Tie up all the loose ends before you get on that plane.
4: Yeah, and um, I'm just kind of stressing about that because— Need not forget, I have to fly down Christmas gifts. I have to fly down a bunch of stuff.
3: You're spending the holiday in Florida with your family. You'll Uh, be okay. You'll be okay. There's a lot to look forward to. No, I'm very excited. And to put things into perspective, coming up for the big story of the day, I'm going to talk about Michael Rines, who spent 37 years in prison because he was wrongly accused. You want to talk about having a bad day? We'll talk about that He finally walked out of there yesterday afternoon. I'll give you all the details coming up next on PXY.
2: got something to say? Call or text Moose and Breezy now. 585-252-9800. The number
0: one hit music station, 98
3: PXY. Post Malone, it's PXY mornings with Moose and Breezy. 37 years. That is how long Michael Ryan spent in prison. And then yesterday, he walked out of Attica Correctional Facility a free man. Mm. This poor guy was incarcerated at the age of 25. He's now 62 years old. Damn. And he was arraigned on October 9th, 1984, uh, because of the, the shooting death of an owner of Rico's Bar on Lexington Ave in Rochester. The Apparently, he shot a customer along with the, the owner. Both died. And he was believed to have been one of the men who fired those deadly shots. But a state Supreme Court justice decided the murder conviction was all based on lies. This guy's been fighting to overturn his murder conviction since 1986. That is exhausting. That's exhausting for sure. He was found guilty. um, And I'm reading this and the case against him was just based all on circumstantial evidence. I mean, the Monroe County District Attorney at the time just agreed to drop all the charges due to lack of evidence. But then the trial judge denied his motion to dismiss the case. So recently, Ryan's appealed the conviction after two people in prison, two informants, whose testimony landed him behind bars, admitted that they lied to the whole thing because they had high hopes of getting their prison sentence reduced. So they're like, yeah, this this guy did it. Mm. And uh, in a written decision, State Supreme Court Justice Stephen Miller tossed out the entire conviction based on their testimony, saying that after a careful review of the transcript of the 1986 trial, there was no direct evidence proving the guilt of the defendants. No DNA, no eyewitnesses, no nothing. So um, Michael Rines was released from prison yesterday afternoon. He's officially a free man. He walked out of there after 37 years of being wrongfully convicted. That is... Uh,
4: That's terrible.
3: I'm sure that brings a lot... You know what? After you spend so much time, because it becomes a, a part of you, now you have to kind of learn everything all over again of how to live in society, you know? You're so used to living in prison. Uh, it's a it's a different way of life. So he's. I'm sure he's happy to be out. He's going to get back on his feet, but... It's a good thing he had a great lawyer behind him, too.
4: Yeah. Because, I mean, spending that much time in a facility, a prison for something you didn't do. I mean.
3: His whole life. Yeah. Just thrown out at 25 years of age. And now he's 62. Wow. You miss a lot. You miss out on a lot in 37 years. That's tough. Glad he's out. (laughs) For sure.
4: And it's so terrible because that happens more than not people get wrongly convicted all the time. time. time, So terrible. Um, Another terrible, terrible story. We touched on this on Monday, but new details are finally coming out about the woman who was shot and killed at that, I would call it a restaurant slash bar slash club down in Henrietta called Trio. Loved ones came together yesterday on Tuesday um, at the actual restaurant for a candlelit vigil for that gun victim. Her name is finally released. And when she was first taken to the hospital, it was under non-life-threatening That's what um, they said,
3: yes. Injuries. Non-life-threatening injuries.
4: And later on, that wasn't the case because she died from her injuries. Uh, 28-year-old Alyssa Taylor Curry was found shot at 1 a.m. Sunday morning uh, at TRIO. So they talked to her mom and she she basically was like, it's every parent's, you know, worst nightmare and you always dread the thought of ever getting that call and she said, never in my life did I dream that I was going to be the one getting that call. Um, her mom lived in Dan lives in Dansville so it took about an hour for her to even get here. She leaves behind two daughters, a 9-year-old and a 14-month-old.
3: Yeah, she's a mom cr- too. My heart. She's a pretty girl. It looks like she had a lot going for her and then just just like that. And they're saying too I know this restaurant is now closed indefinitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
4: Um so as of right now that's what they're that's what they're saying. Um there's still no suspects in custody for the murder of Alyssa Taylor. Uh, but anyone with any information is asked to call 911. I just don't understand how something like this happens. Not and a lot.
3: Nobody sees anything. Well, I'm sure people have, who are there maybe witness something and refuse to come forward. But this is an area like this is near Brighton, Henrietta. This is, you don't hear about a lot of this stuff going on in that, that part of town. Mm-hmm. Not like this. Yeah. Tragic. Very. Um, Moving on. Coming up on the show, Breeze. Coming up on the show. Touched on on it just a little bit ago.
4: Crazy, cost-effective Christmas traditions that I don't understand why more people don't adopt. I think it's because maybe they're... A little too early to jump the gun. Maybe they're a little impatient. But this is something that could save you a lot, a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of money. I heard about it last night and I was like, hmm, am I going to do this next year? Probably. I'll tell you about it next. Coming up on PXY.
0: Whether you're headed to an ugly sweater party or you have an ugly sweater on. (laughs) Happy holidays. Happy holidays.
2: Happy Holidays from 98 PXY.
0: PXY
3: mornings. It's Moose and Breezy. And uh, let's talk crazy Christmas traditions for one second because Breezy saw this and she is claiming this can save you a ton of money. Is it Mm -hmm. too late? By the way, it's the 20th. Mm Mm-mm. No. Well, oh, you could still do this. Oh.
4: It's the most cost-effective Christmas tradition I've ever heard of. And then you mentioned it earlier, and I didn't even know this was a thing. I was watching something last night, and one of my favorite celebrities...
3: George Clooney? I wouldn't even
4: call him a celebrity. Neve from Catfish. Um, oh, oh.
3: That's, he was, was way off.
4: being interviewed, and he was talking about how... He's just a Jewish kid from Brooklyn, and he married into uh, a family who celebrates Christmas She's from the South, like Midwest type of situation. And the first time he was ever brought home for Christmas, they have the tradition where they go and get their tree on Christmas Eve yeah, and decorate it that night because they're basically giving the trees
3: away for free at that point because they're... What are they going to do with them after that? Right, but... So there's... Are, are you suggesting that everybody get their tree on Christmas Eve? Yeah. Oh, dear. That's not going to work, Brace. You didn't think this through.
4: definitely think that's no. the most
3: cost-effective <laughs> I way. I don't think so. That's. So I touched on this earlier this that's morning in saying. the Vibe Check. It, it used to be, I think, a tradition for a lot of people, like in the 60s. Nobody's going to do that today. Why? People start decorating after Halloween. You need a chance to enjoy it.
4: I know, but like
3: for I some, it's an art. Decorating this. the house, doing all that is an art, and then you get to show it off, putting it up the night before Christmas. I don't see anybody doing that anymore.
4: I've done it before with but, who? But it doesn't matter because it was a fake tree.
3: Wait, who'd you do it with? My girlfriend at the time. Okay. And that was because it was just a last-minute thing, or it yeah, was because didn't it was get cheap to it. No, see, that's what I'm saying. You didn't get around to it.
4: Yeah, we just didn't get around to it. But like. If you make it a thing, you know what I mean? Like a whole to do, because that's what he was making it sound like. They made it this whole to do. They went, they got the tree, they decorated it as a family. Because you're already spending time together on Christmas Eve.
3: No, I know, but who's got time for that on Christmas Eve? Especially if you're hosting have to do. People are hosting. What are you talking about? Well, cancel the hosting and make a new tradition.
4: Save yourself a buck or five. A hundred. You know what I mean?
3: I mean, there's definitely other ways to save money during the holidays. Putting your I mean, how much money are you saving by waiting until Christmas Eve to put your tree up?
4: Basically giving the trees away for free at that point. Because what are they gonna do with them? They're they're completely marked down. So one hell of a deal.
3: What it sounds like though, this is really only for people who purchase a real tree.
4: Yeah, kind of. <laughs> so, okay, okay. 50, 50 split the audience. Not for me, because I don't do real trees, because I feel like because
3: the spiders shock. Yeah.
4: Um, but there's people that are diehard real tree people, and, and this is another beautiful thing about it. You don't really have to deal with the needles falling, because you're only going to have it for like a week. What if you took a tree home and there was like a bird... A family of birds in there. Like no, that's happened.
3: Do? And I shared the story. Like my my brother's brother-in-law, so my sister-in-law's brother,
0: mm-hmm.
3: purchases a tree, brings it home because that's their tradition. Mm-hmm. And the thing had a spider's nest in it. Went everywhere. Had to get the vacuum. He's vacuuming for days. My worst nightmare. Mm. I told you the spider story yesterday. Mm-hmm. I could. I can't. For those of you that don't know, I'm terrified terrified. I've seen some things. I don't want anything to do with that. That's one of the reasons why I wouldn't have any interest in buying a a, a real tree. Now, this week, I was like, listen, if I'm not going to get a tree, we're already creeping up. Christmas is in five days. I said, I have a palm tree in the corner of my place. I Mm -hmm. decorated it with lights, some Christmas bulbs, and it's beautiful. I said, oh, you know what? This is my tree. This is my tree. I had. A I'm very tea, happy. With I it. had
4: a beautiful tree with a beautiful price tag waiting for you, and you refused. Well, you what's a beautiful refused. price tag? What are you talking it was about? Forty bucks. I was like, I have a tree for you for forty dollars. This skinny tree it'll
3: fit right in your apartment. And You're like, I didn't. I didn't say anything. Who's it coming from? Who? who? I
4: literally told you all of this information.
3: Now nah, and- you know what? I'm good. I think I'm good. Yeah, very generous though. But the whole like, where am I going to store after I, you know? Take it down and all that stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't want
4: nothing but storage in your apartment. I don't want to So
3: I don't want so. to deal with that. Sure. Yeah, but uh, to be quite frank, this whole waiting until Christmas Eve to put the tree up, I, I think, think it's, it's a, a bad idea. idea. Oh, it's a bad great idea. idea. Yeah. So let us know Free what you guys and, think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what
4: I want to do? I want to go through that tree thing where they kind of like bag it up. I want to go through that physically.
3: You want to be bagged up?
4: You know, yeah, for sure. The tree net, where they go through the tree.
3: Oh, the tree net. Yes, sure, sure, absolutely. sure.
4: Wrap me up like a Christmas tree.
2: 98 PXY. PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Moose, a confident and compulsive, hopeless romantic who is born to entertain.
3: You know, it's in my blood. I'm Italian. I grew up with a family that hugs and kisses and shows emotion. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't want
2: that in their life, huh? (laughs) Freezy, a kind-hearted, semi-responsible, 20-something who always wants to be the center of attention. I don't
4: know, guys. I'm just saying, I think the show is going to go extremely downhill if I don't get a vacation soon, specifically to the Bahamas, specifically to Atlantis.
2: The number one hit music station, (laughs) 98PXY.
3: The question of the day this morning from our friend Daniel is, do you guys think my wife is overreacting? Oof. It's PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy, and Daniel has been listening to the show for a long time. He also graduated from Greece Athena at some point, just like me. So needless to say, both of us have an incredible academic background. Sure. Here's the story, Breeze. Uh that I got and I'll let Daniel jump on with us but before I do that we would love to hear from you guys on this 585 252 9800 on whether or not Daniel's wife is making it a point to hold too much resentment towards him after he made a joke about her cooking mm. which is let's be honest it's suicide <laughs>
4: yeah it's not a great vibe not a great not a great decision
3: hi good morning daniel
1: it, in my defense, it was really, really funny at the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, is, it is not funny now. Uh, no. It is anti-funny, but it was at the time.
3: What's the, <laughs> um, uh, what's the scoop, man? Because uh, uh, when we originally talked, she's pissed. Yeah.
4: She's
1: shaking. Pissed. I know, man. And it's it's just like, I'll make this quick because my wife is in the shower. <laughs> It's gotten to the point where I I feel like it's getting a little unreasonable. I mean, I I get it. Guys get in the doghouse when they put their foot in the mouth. You know, we learn a lesson. Um, but it's th- this is a bit much. Um, I mean, it's like it's an easy six months since this incident. Um, six months. So I, I,
3: yeah, do you, do you see? Do you see your reaction? You, um, I thought you. Yeah, I thought it was at least a month. I didn't know it was six, <laughs> half a yeah, year. Just,
1: yeah, dude, and and it's like, and I bring it up now and then, and she's just like, "Oh, just leave me alone." Like you're being dramatic. Like don't overreact, and like you've, you know, a lot of good things have come out of it. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, but you're specifically not cooking. For me like you cook for oh. the kids and like yourself and stuff and like you're sort of like almost going out of your way to not provide me
3: food well <laughs> and, tell, uh, tell like the story you know. tell the story why though
1: well okay so we were at this uh big cookout uh over in the summer with our friends uh we do this a handful of times uh each year this is a summer thing the
4: summer it's winter
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know Um, and like, I, I make some, uh, headed joke about her, like usually burning food, something like that. It was like the flames on the grill were going, it was great. Like the timing, everybody laughed like, and you know, and then I was like, no, no, but seriously, she, she does a great job. I, I played it off. I did all the things and later like that the next morning, she just was really cold and like not not feeling it and and I don't know, later that afternoon laid into it of like that was so on call for blah 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 and i'm like whoa 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 honey i'm sorry you know like i really didn't mean anything mean by it or, or whatever you, you basically
3: and, told your wife she's a bad cook in front of all your friends
2: yeah
1: but so did all the other friends with their partners. So we, we were all in it together. If they um, jumped
4: off a bridge, would you?
1: But this is not a bridge. This is a joke <laughs> at a cookout, my
4: lady. <laughs> so like, say it's a bridge. <laughs> I
1: don't know anything about. Here, I'll give you an example. I don't know anything about helicopter flying, and yet, if I saw a helicopter upside down in a tree, I would know something's wrong. Um, like, <laughs>
4: Great analogy. Absolutely. You know, we,
1: yeah, <laughs> okay. like we we can figure this out. Sure. um Yeah. But, yeah you listen, so you I, sound like, like
4: you're just trying to get yourself out of this buried grave that you're in right now, and you're just. I mean, I have done
1: all the. I've just I've done all the proper like husbandly things. I had you know I've let a bunch of time pass. I have said I am sorry, genuinely. I mean it multiple times. I have taken on to cook for her here and there, oh, and wow, that's nice. like, you- for the family. Oh. And you know, like I'm, I'm, we're doing all the things, and I just feel like this is a little unreasonable. And like, if marriage is a compromise and like a partnership, like this i've done my penance i'm sorry like this oh to carry this on is sort of stubborn and beyond what what i think someone should do in like you know you need to learn your lesson or it's has it's, your wife yeah, ever a much.
3: held a uh, grudge towards you for this long or resentment
1: um not quite uh, close but not quite this long this well, is sort of a new thing
3: how have you tried to apologize
1: this is so tough Oh, man, I brought flowers home, I've written little notes, I had said to her face multiple times, I'm sorry, I've apologized to her in front of our friends. You know, like, I I really, I'm not trying to play this off or not, you know, uh, take, take my punishment where it's due, but it's just, I, I think... You know, the, yeah, there's a it's point a where, look, yeah, and it's like, and if the other party isn't going to listen to anything, then, like, where, how is that going to get us anywhere? And it, right. I feel like you, you lose the moral high ground after a while when the person is sincerely sorry and doing the thing.
3: Daniel, I always found a way to a woman's heart when she's upset is to offer her a piece of cheese.
4: Like, she's literally a mouse. Sure, that makes sense. Daniel, so, we already have some texts
3: coming in right now, and one of the people... Uh, That was first to message in is Laura, and she says, if you insulted your wife, why do you expect her to keep doing it for you and keep cooking? Now, every time she's cooking, the only thing she's thinking about is your insults.
1: Yeah, but like did she ignore did she ignore all the other wonderful things I've said about her and about the cooking. Doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It's all out the window. You You do one thing wrong. You put your entire foot
0: in your
4: mouth and that's like okay, Daniel, let me put it into perspective for you, buddy. If somebody comes up to you and is like Oh, Daniel, you're so funny. You're so great. You're so wonderful. But one person comes up to you and says, Daniel, you're ugly. You're not going to think about all the nice things that people said. You're going to think about that one person that said you were ugly.
1: mm I'm not gonna think about it for months and months and hold a never-ending grudge. I'm gonna eventually let it go and like move on with my life. If I let that that run my life, I would not get a lot done. Man's got to eat. Look, I'm just trying to find the best solution to help her get over this. Like, I feel like I've done everything I can, and like I'm at a loss.
3: Okay, Mm -hmm. we got texts coming in, and I'm sure you're gonna want to hear them. So. I'll put you on hold Daniel. 585-252-9800. Who's in the wrong here? Is Daniel's wife holding a resentment for way too long? It's been 6 months or does Daniel deserve it?
1: No, I don't deserve it.
3: Clearly. Uh,
4: I don't know about that. But anyways,
3: Daniel, thank you so much uh for the for the call and coming on the show with us. Good luck to you, sir. Hey, You're going to need it. Thank you for your time, guys. Marriage sounds awesome. <laughs> He's dying. <laughs> He's really scared. All right, let's get into the text right now. Five eight five two five two. You guys know the number. Uh, let's go over to this person that said, "I think she's overreacting." But the moral of the story is, don't say your wife can't cook, mm-hmm. whether you're joking or not. This
4: person says that particular joke is never funny, especially when she probably does the majority of the cooking. Especially she does. when the joke was in front of others, I wouldn't cook for you again either. Sorry, buddy. See ya.
3: Six months in. That is a long time.
4: Yeah. But like, honestly, you made your bed lie in it. And he's like, I just like, I just don't understand like what happened. What do you mean you don't understand what happened? You should understand what happened because you were the one who said it. You were the one who choose to basically embarrass her in front of everybody. Like how embarrassing
3: no, I'm pissed. Carissa goes, Yeah, his wife is kind of making it a point his wife is definitely making it a point to divorce him. He should prepare himself because by the sound of things, this marriage is over. Oh. Oh yeah. It's okay. also
4: extremely dramatic. This person says, so does he think he was saying his wife So does he think he was saying his wife is petty and unreasonable on the radio? We'll get him out of the doghouse, period. Yeah, I don't know why he called us, but that's all right. Um, This person says, if it's been months, his wife probably has another issue with him that she's not talking about. Sounds like their marriage is more
3: problems than is being discussed. I love that he called us while she was in the shower real quick. Thank you
4: so much for weighing in, Dr. Phil. Thank you.
3: He needs to continue to apologize, Lisa says. I think if it's been a month... Or uh, excuse me, I think if it's been six months, she should uh, start to slowly get over it. But women don't forgive and forget so quickly.
4: And then this person says, "Buy her cooking lessons for Christmas."
3: <laughs> PXY, who's this? You're Hello, gonna, PXY. Hi. <laughs> hi. Can you turn your radio down? What, what do you What do you think?
0: So, um, my question is: Has he actually asked her? how he can make it up to her because the whole thing is, is obviously there's more going on. Like the other person said, mm-hmm. but at the same time I was with my ex for a couple years mm-hmm. and he never really complimented my cooking. He was just like, I ate it. Didn't I? So it, it oh kind of, like, <laughs> it it in front of other out. people, it's kind of one of those things where it, it eats at you. Yeah. What a and raving so review.
3: It, well, I ate it, didn't right? I? I it. oh, said, what a raving review! After you cook for him,
0: he's your ex. And I mean, I would get compliments from like his his uh, his nieces and nephews and his sisters, but I would never really get compliments from him. And his his whole thing was it's food, and it's just like it really makes you not want to cook anymore. Like no. ever since we broke up, I haven't had that passion for cooking that I used to, and I'm starting to get back into it. But now it's been like two years later, and it's just one of those things where. Comments like that can really eat at you, and it's. Yeah. I feel like he needs to talk to her and actually say, "How can I make this up to you? Like, what's going on? Obviously, it's been six months. There's something going on right. that I'm not thinking of. Hey,
3: let's be honest. I think Daniel is finding this very humorous. Also, on another note, Megan, if you want to cook for Breezy and I, uh, throw down. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm actually serious. She's giggling all
4: the way to work. I'm like, no, send us some chicken parmesan. Uh,
3: uh, thank you, Megan, for the call. I hope you have a great holiday.
4: You too, guys. Get okay. back in the kitchen if that's what you want to do.
3: And then Audrey oh. says, uh, what in God's name is Moose talking about giving woman a piece of cheese when she's upset? You have my attention.
4: It's giving ratatouille. You know
2: what I mean? Wait a minute. Something's missing. Oh, right. It's you. Call or text Moose and Breezy now. 585-252-9800. the number one
0: music station.
3: Not anymore, though. No. She's a growing woman. No, sorry, Bob.
4: All right. Tragic, tragic news coming out of Henrietta. We talked about this story on Monday and from the from the sounds of it, when we reported on it on Monday, didn't seem like there was anyone that was going to be seriously injured from this quickly took a turn. Um, yesterday loved ones came together yesterday on Tuesday at trio, a restaurant, in Henrietta for a candlelit vigil and balloon releasing for that 28 year old woman named Melissa Taylor Curry, who was found shot around 1am at the establishment trio Sunday morning. Um, when we first reported on this, they did say that she was shot, but they said right. there was,
3: you know, the the injuries were non life threatening. That's right. And almost a couple hours later, yeah, a, a day later, they say she passed. Yeah. Um. Her mom spoke to to news sources
4: and said, "You always worry about that every day when you're a mom, and you never think you're going to get that call. Never in my wildest dreams." I think I was going to be the one receiving that call. Um, Her mom lives in Dansville, so it took her about an hour to get up to be with her daughter. Um, But she also has daughters, Alyssa Taylor. Um, She has a nine-year-old daughter and a 14-month-old daughter, which is just so incredibly sad. Um, As of right now, Trio, the restaurant, uh, was it was closed... During For a private event during the actual shooting? Yes. And then the restaurant is now closed indefinitely at this time. Um There's still no suspects in custody for Alyssa's murder. So anyone with any
3: information has to call 911. Her mother event, did say she doesn't believe her daughter was a target. She thinks her daughter was possibly caught in the crossfires. Mm-hmm. Police are not saying... I, we still don't know if it happened inside TRIO or out in the parking lot. Nobody's, the police have not said how it happened.
4: It, it was inside.
3: It according was. According
4: to this article, yeah. It
3: was. Okay. Now we know. Yeah. Um. 37 years, you guys. That's how long Michael Ryan spent in prison. Yesterday, he walked out of Attica Correctional Facility a free man. This poor guy, man, he was incarcerated at 25 years of age. Mm. He's now 62 years old. October 9th, 1984, he was arraigned in the shooting death of the owner of Rico's Bar, which used to be a bar on Lexington Ave in Rochester, uh, as well as a customer. He was believed to have been one of the men who fired those deadly shots. And a state Supreme Court justice decided the murder conviction was based on lies, which is why he was freed. He began fighting to overturn this murder conviction since 1986. I mean, this guy's been through it. Mm -hmm. He was found guilty, even though the case against him was based all on uh, circumstantial evidence. So the Monroe County District Attorney at the time agreed to drop the charges due to a lack of evidence. But the trial judge was like, nah, they denied his motion to dismiss the case. Mm. So recently he appealed the conviction after two jail informants, these two guys in prison, their testimony um, is what landed Ryan's behind bars. And then they finally admitted that they made the whole thing up. They lied about it in order for them to get their prison sentence reduced. Huh. So in a written decision, state Supreme Court Justice Stephen Miller tossed out the entire conviction based on the testimony saying, listen, we reviewed it and uh, we reviewed, reviewed the transcripts of 1986 in the trial. There was no evidence, there was no DNA, there was no eyewitnesses. So yesterday, um, Michael Rines was released from prison yesterday afternoon, so he's officially a free man, Mm. and now he's got to kind of get back into society and learn how to live, which is not always easy, but he got his life back. Can you imagine going to prison at 25, 37 years later, you know how much life you've missed out on in 37 years? a lot of life. Oh, a whole lot of life. But we're we're happy to we're happy that the case was thrown out and he was able to walk out yesterday afternoon. Absolutely. What is the greatest lengths you have gone to to figure out who sent you a gift in the mail with no return address? Yesterday I got a strange looking package in the mail. But from who? I'll tell you what it is, but most importantly, how do you how do you find out who sent it? I mean, is that possible? very strange. I don't know. We'll talk about it after the break on PXY.
2: The number one hit music station. station.
0: I'm good, I'm music.
3: Tis the season for giving. It's PXY Mornings, Moose and Breezy. Does anyone know if it's possible to look up who sent you a package just by... The tracking number, probably not, right? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I got a package yesterday in the mailbox here at work, and no return address. It just says Santa Claus 123 Elf Road, North Pole, Eight Eight I'm like, what is this? No name, but the label had my name on it in the company address, and it was printed out and stuck onto the envelope, Mm -hmm. which was delivered then- by USPS. Right. Uh, did you send a little Xmas gift to me? I open it up and it's two really nice beanies. Let
4: me see.
3: Two, two different shades of blue. You got a blue one and a baby blue one because, you know, I wear my beanie a lot. The and I'm that like, doesn't who, cover your ears that who sent no this? Okay. I, I don't know. Uh, I would like to say thank you. That was very generous. What did you send Breezy?
4: nothing. <laughs> I literally got nothing.
3: So, and she's not bitter about it at all.
4: I just like don't understand. What don't you get? <laughs> Some random person anonymously sent you a gift. So of what? A gift you already have, by the way.
3: Well, so. they're brand new though. They're brand new. These are they're very lovely. I had just have no idea. I'm looking through this package to see if there's a letter. Or Mm -hmm. just a handwritten note. Nothing. Nothing.
4: Yeah, I guess. But the thing about it is, it's like, I'm pissed, to be honest.
3: No, of course you are. Because it's hard for you to be happy for anybody. Well,
4: no. It's not about you. It's not that. It's just, this is like the seventh time you've received a gift just for you. And it's like, there's two people
3: on the show, so I'm not sure what's going on here. I do not recall seven gifts being sent to me. I recall six. By the way, call or text and let me know if it was you. I would love to repay you with a $1,000 gift card from Dunkin'. Or, do- I mean, dollar. A dollar gift card, sorry. What? They're very nice beanies, though. I just don't know who they're from. Mm-hmm. That's what I... I love the gesture, but I would appreciate a name. Do you know what I mean? When did this happen last Was it for my birthday in January? Someone left that moose head? Mm -hmm. Someone left a stuffed moose head on a plaque Uh in the lobby for me for my birthday. And I I still, till this day, we're coming up on a year. I don't know who it's from. It's very strange. Maybe it's the same person. Do I have a secret admirer? Did you cover these beanies in anthrax? (laughs) What (laughs) is this? Is it covered in COVID? Where, who like, is this what from? is happening right now? I, I guess know. I'm just mildly confused. Why you didn't receive anything? No,
4: I didn't get a thing. And for me, that's like rude. Like it's rude for them to give you a gift and not give me a gift. Like there's two people on this show. Like I don't understand. Maybe the second one is
3: for you. Here, here, put it on. <laughs> put it on.
4: Big beanie girl.
3: Huge beanie girl. Hey, oh, look at the smile. Are you happy now? Let's put them on together, Breeze. Come on. Oh, God. <clears throat> I hope this thing isn't it. In- yeah, look it up. <laughs> Huge beanie girl. <laughs> you should see what you look like you right now. You literally already have that hat. That's okay.
4: You literally, that's a hat that you own.
3: Yeah. So. I love it, though. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much.
4: Thanks, you guys. I
3: just we would. don't know. Well, thank you. Whoever sent these, I just want to say I appreciate it. Also,
4: why did you? Uh,
3: why do they feel the need to stay anonymous? It's super weird. That's what I don't... Uh, like, I would prefer a name. Wow, you look really like... Smoke it if you got it. Yeah. Right?
4: It's giving bank robber. Nah, not us getting lice. Oh my God, I'm taking it off.
3: <laughs> we are not allowed as a radio station to accept food or baked goods. Yeah. One too uh, many cat hairs in the brownies, these... Past couple years. Not joking. We found lots of hairs over the years from people. And we, listen, appreciate and love the gesture. We just can't. We can't do it. No. Um Now that I see my reflection in the window. Yes, I do have a hat very similar you to own this. that hat. But it's great too, yeah.
4: If you send yourself this gift to make me mad, I'll be absolutely shaking
3: pissed. You must if be you joking.
4: send yourself a, a gift of something you already have. <laughs> Also, Santa like,
3: Claus, one, two, three Elf Road, North Pole, eight, 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 eight. Also, they're not
4: even hearts. Like, what's the vibe?
3: So I just looked up the tracking number and it goes all the way back. It was dropped off at the post office December 11th at 419 p.m. Uh, Rochester, New York, one four six two one. One four six two one. And then, wow, it took a long time to get here. You know what I mean? By the way, I got we we should give a we should give huge props this time of year to all of the you, delivery people out there: FedEx, USPS, yeah. um, Amazon Prime. Someone, you guys crush in the like. Is anybody texting in the area? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Here's the thing, though, that I don't like: they used my entire first and last name, and then that's followed by my radio name, Moose. So how do they have that? See what I'm saying? I don't like this. This is giving me a tingle up my spine right now. I don't know if I like this. Like I said, I love the gesture, but if you can come forward and tell me who you are, it would be so appreciative.
4: Big beanie girl. I look like I could go rob a bank.
3: Hey, what up? What was the last gift you got from a listener? I've never gotten a gift from a listener. That's not true. I've literally never gotten a gift from a listener. So. You've never received one thing in I your years of radio. Don't think I have. Oh, that's interesting. I really don't.
4: I maybe uh maybe a card. I mean, like, I don't know. I can't I've received thank you gifts for doing people's services.
3: Right. But You're constantly giving back to the community though. No, I
4: know I bleed for the city, and like it's just funny that I'm constantly bleeding for the city, but you're the
3: one receiving anonymous <sighs> presents. You've lost a make lot of blood sense. over the years, Breezy. I think
4: it makes sense, a, people. A
3: lot of blood. Can somebody just send Breezy something? <laughs>
4: Moose has gotten more gifts in this past year than I have in the half a decade I've been on this show.
3: So, no, it's fine. Yeah, but I'm a vet. So, you know, let- literally little, literally <laughs> haven't cracked a mic since 02. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this. My head's actually itching a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to take this off. We We're going to take a quick lace. break. See ya. 585 uh, Would love to hear from you. Whoever you are, come forward. We have a gift for you as well. No,
2: we don't. <laughs> 98 PXY. Just when you think you've got life figured out. You're a parent now (laughs) Moose and Breezy hear your dilemmas Completely anonymous And 100% supportive for another episode of PXY Mornings Parental Confidential Completely anonymous
3: Let's go Mm -hmm. to Katie from Webster Uh, Katie writes in for Parental Confidential And says good morning This message is for Moose and Breezy Happy holidays you guys
4: Who else would it be for?
3: Same to you Katie Um, So my daughter has developed a real aversion to teeth brushing. She's three. Mm. She will not let us get the toothbrush anywhere near her. She clenches her mouth shut and pulls away when we try. If we do manage to get the brush in her mouth, she screams the entire house down. Mm. I have bought every single toothbrush, toothbrush style, every kind of flavored toothpaste, literally everything even the fun ones that have apps you can connect to. Sure. I didn't know that was a thing. It literally gives me so much anxiety every day. I'm already worked up in getting angry just thinking about it. Just asking anyone to please share your tips, or trade offs, or bribes that you've done to help make it work. Thank you, friends. I love the show. You guys. I listen on my way to work every day. Keep up the fantastic work. Thank you so much, Katie. That Thanks, message. Katie. Came in from Katie from Webster. Uh, do you guys have kids? That uh, this is my brother. It's a struggle. But he's twenty five, so <clears throat> yeah. No, so it's different. Yeah, still my doesn't mom like to has brush. A so.
4: sign like on the, the mirror. Like, you know what scared
3: teeth? me the most growing up is after I got braces. The orthodontist went through. Before mm-hmm. I left the office, he went through photos of what my teeth are going to look like if I don't brush after three years of having braces and it terrified me. Oof. Terrified. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, ah, okay. I what mean, do I got to do, doc? There's
4: nothing quite like the feeling of getting your braces off and being able to run your tongue across your teeth and not feel spikes. You know what I mean? And just seeing how perfect they look and for me, I don't know. I don't understand how people go through all of that and then not wear their retainers or not take care of the aftercare and mm. let them just go right back to where they were. Exactly.
3: I don't want to toot our own horn here, but for a morning show, we got some nice teeth. We have some nice. We really teeth, do have some really honest. some beautiful teeth. Uh, let me go over to the phones. We got people weighing in this morning. You can too. Five eight five two five two nine eight hundred. PXY. Who's this? PXY. Hello. Hi, Amber, are you there? Yeah. Talk to me.
0: Hi, okay, so I have a five year old and a four um, year old. And when my son was about the three or four, he had a terrible time brushing his teeth. He hated it, he was stealing the teeth. So I kept just showing him a bunch of pictures of people with rotten teeth. Oh, and you... I told him that this is what's going to happen if you don't brush your teeth. Yeah. And you... it scarred him.
3: You, that's what you got to do. That's what scarred me at my dentist. You have to yeah. show your kids pictures of people who've been on meth mm-hmm. for years. Let them see that visual. I'm telling you, yeah. they will brush their teeth. I mean, the meth is oh, yeah. a little extreme.
0: It but. works. You know, my daughter right now, she, she doesn't have a problem. If she ever was brushing brush them, i do the same thing because it
4: works.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Amber. Thank you so much. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Her phone's a little choppy. Oh, yeah. oh, I um, what
4: she said. Um, anyways... I, my mom has a sign on my brother's bathroom like mirror that says, you don't have to brush all your teeth, just the ones you want to keep.
3: Who put that there? My mom. It's Pretty good. Let me go to Alyssa. I work in a dental office in Penfield that sees patients as young as six months old. You can use our protocol for lap exams. Have both parents facing each other knee to knee with the toddler's head in one parent's lap, and the other one supporting their body and holding their hands down. Oh my God. Uh, They will scream. That's what kids do at that age. It's one of the few ways they have to express themselves. But it does not mean you're a bad parent or that you're hurting them. Just make a big show out of rewarding them when it's all over with. Yeah. But just make sure you get those teeth and gums clean at their age. All right, so you want to put their head in between dad's... Knees, uh, hold them down, whether you got to use zip ties or what have you, oh make sure you get those.
4: <laughs> zip ties is a little extreme. This person says, show her what cavities are and tell them they're sugar bugs um,
3: what? and call them sugar bugs. Mm, you got to get rid of the sugar bugs. Got to get rid of the sugar yeah, bugs. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, This person says, there's a really great kid's book on Amazon called Help the Lion Brush His Teeth. I recommend it for kids who are struggling like yours. Good luck. That's a good suggestion. Yeah, I would
4: just lie. I would just lie through my teeth, no pun intended, and just say, if you don't brush your teeth, every single tooth is going to fall out of your head.
0: Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is Stream minor league affiliates.
2: The Midwest League home run leader.
0: Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB At-Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month.
2: Deep left field. It's gonna go. Alvarez
0: ties the game. Subscribe to At-Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
4: And then you're gonna have no teeth. I mean, it's not really a lie, but it's gonna take a little bit. Yeah. I just like, here's the problem. For me personally, the first thing I look at as someone uh, is their teeth.
3: Me, Always. oh, me too, me too.
4: It's the first that is the first <laughs> thing I look at.
3: Years back, and
4: I can't get past. it. No,
3: I can't. Teeth. Like if
4: it's bad, or- I'm like.
3: Oral oh! hygiene is very important to a oh lot my of God, people.
4: It was so nice meeting
3: you. It's, it, it's anybody with a very nice smile is it's it's attractive. You know, I mean, granted, not everybody growing up was able to afford braces. Right. If you had them, you're lucky. I had them almost right. four years and that was, it sucked. But there's nothing more lovely than a pretty smile. That's why years back, I went on a bumble date with a girl. And when we met in person, I finally figured out why she wasn't smiling in any of her photos. Mm. I'm like, this is why I do why? drinks or coffee on the first date.
4: Why? Because she didn't she, have teeth?
3: No, she had teeth, but they were sharp, like baby shark teeth. Oh, They're all did very you sharp.
4: you start singing baby, baby shark to her?
3: Jeanette's here. Uh, We dealt with this for months. They say pick your battles, but this was the hill we were both willing to die on. None of the fun tips and games, many of which are in this thread, were acceptable to him. Uh, He would lie on the floor, jam his nose into the corner between the floor and floorboard, and scream. Oh, my God. Eventually, he just completely stopped fighting me. You're not alone. I feel you, but please hang in there. That's uh, to Katie from Jeanette. And then Kevin says, all of this advice here is excellent, but I would like to add that if you are using toothpaste, maybe you should try just using water instead. Mm -hmm. See if that makes a difference. Thanks, guys. What? Uh, Good point. Some kids hate toothpaste. They hate the the texture, uh, the taste of it, everything. Yeah. The problem I had with toothpaste as a kid is I kept swallowing it. I wouldn't spit it out. My mom was like, no, don't swallow the fluoride. I don't know. I just kept, I just swallowed it whole. All the toothpaste. <laughs> it's really. I
4: think like, don't I, su- I, don't you swallow toothpaste?
3: You don't want to do that. Oh. No. You want to, you do not want to swallow toothpaste.
4: <laughs> You're just squeezing the tube in your mouth. Oh,
3: it was brutal. I was like, I shouldn't You're have, like, I shouldn't have, have for done for, that. What do you have for
4: dinner, honey? Toothpaste.
3: Wake up at two o'clock in the morning. I have a stomach ache. Well, you ate a whole I tube of Colgate. To, I used to drink Listerine, though. So Yeah, you definitely don't want to do that either. Um, Katie from Webster, thank you so much for the message and for you guys. Um, Amazon, help the lion brush his teeth. That's a good one. I'm sure Barnes & Nobles also has that. Absolutely. We'll do another Parental Confidential tomorrow. And then on Friday, it'll be the last one of I the year. No, uh, Crazy. Really appreciate all you guys... Uh, over the last few months we've been doing this what six months you guys have helped a lot of parents so so appreciate that it's Um, you
4: guys that keep us going you know because we're not parents
3: well i'm an uncle i feel like you know i've had some experience but nothing like this all right guys we'll do another parental tomorrow morning it's pxy mornings with moose and breezy we'll be right back
2: PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy The number one hit music station 98 PXY
3: Can you imagine being locked up for 37 years in prison for a crime you didn't commit? No. No, I couldn't either. Uh, PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy That's what happened to Michael Rines Spent 37 years in prison And yesterday afternoon he walked out of Attica Correctional Facility a free man he was incarcerated at the age of 25. This poor guy's 62 years old right now. You miss out on a lot in 37 years. For sure. October 9th, 1984. Uh, he was arraigned in the shooting death of the owners of Rico's Bar. It used to be a bar in Lexington Ave. He was accused of killing the owner along with a customer. And he was believed to uh, have been one of the men who fired those deadly shots I guess, I don't know how many people were involved in this crime that took place there, but let's just say he uh, was the one found guilty, and state Supreme Court justice decided the murder conviction was all based on lies. Wow. He's been fighting to overturn his murder conviction since 1986, after he was found guilty. The Monroe County District Attorney at the time agreed to drop the charges due to a lack of evidence, which most of the time is important. But the trial judge denied his motion to dismiss the case. So recently, Rhines appealed the conviction after two people who were in prison, two jailhouse informants, they call them, their testimony um, is what landed Michael behind bars. And they just admitted they had lied about the whole thing in hopes of getting reduced jail time on their sentence. Mm. That's That's brutal. Terrible. Yeah. Your fate... Lies in the hands of two guys who made up an entire story to get themselves off. Right, Uh, Rhines was released from prison yesterday afternoon, uh, officially as a free man. He did a TED talk in prison too in Attica. Really? Yeah, just about the trial. The Attica prison is not good. No prison is good, but that one in particular, yeah. I went. I took a tour when I was in San Francisco. I went to Alcatraz, Mm. and I'm like, this that prison was wild right in the middle of the ocean and the fact that people still managed to escape there um, whether they lived or not, I I don't know, but that I'm like, it was so interesting.
4: When I was in Philly, I went on a tour of the prison there. Um, The Eastern state penitentiary, yeah where al capone was and like
3: all of that he was everywhere he was also at alcatraz al capone was there for a long time a bunch
4: of like really famous people but like you can go take tours and it's just like so crazy to see
3: i like taking tours of prisons when they're not in fun fact (laughs) when they're no longer in business you know what i mean
4: Big, t- big prison guy
3: over Huge here. Huge prison guy. Love prison. Yeah.
4: <laughs> that's the weirdest thing you've ever said. I just love prisons. I just love going and checking them out. Okay. <laughs> Pop off, King. You're a weirdo. All right. That's enough. Next um, story that we talked about a little bit on Monday, which was a very, very, very sad story. But it wasn't sad on Monday because it was sad, but it wasn't like, oh, my goodness, sad. We were talking about the shooting that took place at TRIO down in Henrietta right, over the weekend, Saturday night into Sunday morning. And we reported that a, a young woman, 28 years old, was shot in the stomach. And at the time of reporting, they said it was non-life-threatening injuries. And it wasn't as serious as... It could have been, and she was transported to Strong Memorial Hospital. We just got an update yesterday that she passed away.
3: Oh, sad! <clears throat> Poor girl's twenty eight years old, and you you mentioned it this morning. I didn't even realize this. She has two daughters. Two daughters. Um, she has a nine year old daughter and an eighteen
4: month old daughter,
3: which is just she left them behind. That's so tragic. So terrible.
4: Unsure as to, like, what happened or Police are not saying. Police th- are not saying. You just
3: said, I, I was wondering this morning, did she get shot in the parking lot or was it inside it was Trio?
4: inside of the restaurant.
3: So when they interviewed her mom, her mom was like, I don't think she was a target of violence. I think she just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time and was caught up in the crossfire of it all and ended mm-hmm. up losing her life over it. Yeah. Um we'll definitely hear more from police when they start giving details on what actually happened.
4: As of right now, deputies say that um Trio the restaurant is closed indefinitely. But at the time of the shooting, it was closed for like a private event. Right. So, it shouldn't be that hard to figure out who was there if it was like linked to somebody. You know what I mean?
3: I trust that they'll get to the bottom of it and figure it out for her for her sake.
4: And justice for her.
3: Um on a lighter note, if you guys are planning on getting married in the near future, you're you're probably going to want to hear this. Some women are calling this bride a pioneer. Mm-hmm. We'll tell you what she started doing if people were a no-show at her wedding. It's coming up next on PXY. 98 PXY. If you are planning on getting married in the near future, you may want to hear this. It's speaks yeah. white mornings. It's moose. It's breezy. There are some ladies calling this bride a pioneer. Genius, if you will. Yes, because this is what she decided I'm going to start doing if you cancel on my wedding day. Mm-hmm. Last minute, too, by the way. Yeah. And we've talked about this time and time again on the show. I think the last conversation we had about weddings was we had a woman on and I'd say she was getting married within a week time, and people have not RSVP'd to her wedding yet. Which is, like, just disrespectful. That She's point. like, do I just tell them all together they can't come? Right. I'm like, are these friends of yours? She's like, yeah, they're kind of close friends. Right. I'm like, they're not friends of yours. Not at all.
4: So, I saw this story come across my desk yesterday.
3: Oh, you have a desk too now? Got it. <laughs> What do you
4: think I said at every day? (laughs) No, I'm for for those of you who don't (laughs) know. For those of you who have never seen the the videos we put on, I stand the whole show. So, um, no, yeah, it came across my desk and I saw it and I was like, genius, honestly. (laughs) An Australian bride is considering charging a no show fee after 10 guests backed out of her wedding despite their prior confirmations that they were coming.
3: Right, so they RSVP'd. Yes, we'll be there. Then they pulled out and was like, "Oh, we can't, we can't make it." And the bride wants to charge them
4: the non-refundable venue payment amounted to just a little over twelve grand. Oh, oh! So With the how- cancellation, the bride risked losing about fourteen hundred dollars.
3: That's a lot of money. So if they couldn't make it, that's how much money she would have lost. So her, for- her
4: payment could have been like
3: mm, eleven grand, not not twelve. Well, I'm confused on the math here. Why? You're saying twelve thousand? What is that for? The venue and like all of her guests. Well, she paid twelve thousand for that venue. For all the guests. And and then
4: with ten people not coming, it could have saved her thirteen hundred dollars.
3: Right, so what did so she want to... take
4: uh, that off of the 12. Mm-hmm. So it would have been anywhere from like
3: 10500 to $11,000. Right, she, yeah, of course. You know, so, you take into account the people that you think are actually going to be there, in which case they bailed. So she's going to what, send a Venmo quest- request? She's questioning the feasibility of
4: requesting those guests to cover the cost of the meal themselves, considering the fact that that she, they're putting her in financial strain because they said they were coming and then didn't come and she had to pay for them anyways. If, what do you think about this?
3: Well, my question is, if you had a friend getting married who's the bride and she did this, would you stop being friends with her after? Or or would you even send her the money? You can probably send it. like No problem. I'll Venmo you, but you know some people are going to be super bitter about it. That'll be the last Venmo they ever receive from you most likely yeah
4: so the issue is this
3: i don't honestly i don't know if i see a problem with it
4: <laughs> the issue is this they could either venmo you for the the money of their meal or whatever the cost may be but here even so like let's just do the math here 13000 a little over divided by 10 wait 13000 divided by 10 equals you're going to make the do $130 a plate. That's probably for like food and bev, which like I guess is pretty standard. I mean, I I've never planned a wedding, but if you That's what I hear these days.
3: as a gift, let's say that plate does cost 130, typically you want to give them if you're coming solo 150 bucks but for the, a wedding gift. But the, no,
4: but the, yes, issue, no.
3: You cover the cost of the plate. No. It's just etiquette, Breeze. A
4: hun- I throw them $100. Well,
3: that's, you're, you're definitely giving them less than they should make, but mm, that's okay. Don't care. Um, I'm, You, by the way, you should know you work weddings every weekend but for that's six what months. I was going
4: to say, like,
3: it pains me to work these
4: weddings and they normally always have like welcome, tables with the with the name cards or welcome drinks with the name cards so people can find their name and find their table. And after introductions and everything are done, it's my job to go over to that board or that table or whatever it is on display and take away the name cards that did not show up. One time, I went over to the board or whatever. And there was two name cards remaining. Okay. And I was like, wow, how crappy of those people to not come to this wedding? I take away the cards. It's my ex-girlfriend and her new wife. (laughs) Really? I'm like, oh, okay. They didn't come. Which, like...
3: That's a whole nother story. Well, look. But i mean bad on them. But you like, don't know what happened. I mean, I don't. You don't know why people miss a wedding. But
4: I still think it's kind of like, I don't know. To miss a wedding that you said you were going to be at and make that person pay for you for no reason, I think is selfish.
3: But that's just
4: my personal opinion.
3: So you do and agree I with do, the bride, and though? I
4: do <clears throat> think it requires a, a no-show fee. You would get a no-show fee at the doctor. You would get a no-show fee at your therapist.
3: Do you get a no-show fee at a doctor? hmm I do. What $50 is that? Dollars. Oh, so, yeah, if, you, if you're a no-show, we they'll charge you 50 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I can if understand that. If you don't show that. up for your
4: therapy appointment, they charge you for the session. I mean, like, it's just etiquette at
3: this point. Yeah, there's a couple of people texting in saying they 100% agree with this. A lot of brides getting married this summer. A lot of people getting married. This person says, this is so tacky.
4: Is it tacky or is it tacky on the person who didn't show up? Because I think that's pretty tacky.
3: I'm just thinking back to the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago of this woman getting married and none of her friends RSVP'd. There were seven people mm-hmm. that still did not RSVP in the <laughs> weddings in six days. I'm like, are you coming or not? You know what I mean? Because you do have to plan for all that. That's money you don't know whether you have to spend or not. Not to mention the catering, all that stuff is already buttoned up.
4: But the issue is this. This person says it's likely they'd send a card or a gift anyways if they don't show up. Great. Love that for them. But they're not getting a gift at that point. They're just using the money that you sent to pay for said meal. So in the long run, they're getting nothing out of the deal. Sure, they're covering the cost, but you sending money for a <clears throat> gift is not going um, to go to them. It's going to go to your plate that you didn't eat.
3: Honestly, I'll never say no to money. Even if they miss my wedding, I'd be like, all right, well, then, you know, send me whatever you got. Um, this person says, I don't think it's ba- this is a bad idea at all. I declined attending my best friend's wedding because it was out of state. And additionally, that weekend was the only time my fiance and I could travel. So I opted to put the money and time towards our own trip instead of going out out of state to my friend's wedding. (sighs) I don't even know why. Well, all right, you do you. Mm. I would be very upset if a very close friend of mine missed my wedding because they wanted to take a trip with their significant other. Would you
4: be upset if you... And listen, yes, circumstances and context matters, obviously, but would you be upset if your friend missed your wedding and then you venmo request them and they got pissy with you
3: if I missed their wedding and then they sent me a venmo request and you got pissy with them
4: I mean I was I was asking the other way around, but
3: mm, I don't know how I would feel about it. What's the venmo request for how much? Like a buck 20? Um, Anywhere from 130 to 150. See, well, now that I think about it, it's like, does that mean I don't have to send them a gift? But
4: that's what I'm saying. Like, it's literally, you're not, you're breaking even at that point.
3: Like, I would have to send them that $150 to their Venmo, plus I would have to buy a gift. 100%. That doesn't count as a gift.
4: No, you're just paying. You're breaking even at that point. That's what I was saying before. Like, you sending them $150 as a wedding gift is just going towards the cost of your meal that you lost. So at the end of the day, they make nothing off the deal. They're just putting it towards the money that you wasted them.
3: So it's cheaper to just show up?
4: (laughs) It's cheaper to show up, and it's the right thing to do. Like, (laughs) no, but seriously, if you can't make a wedding, that's fine. Just RSVP, no, I can't make the wedding. Don't RSVP, yes, I'll be there, wouldn't miss it for the world, and then miss it for whatever. You were too hungover from the night before? I don't know. I have no idea what people are going
3: through. There was only one time I ever got offended that I was supposed to go to a wedding and I get the invite, and it never, ever, ever, ever is a plus one. I'm never allowed to bring anyone. No. So my aunt calls me on the phone and was like, hey, listen, you know, is there somebody who you wanted to bring? I said, "Yeah, you know, I've been I've been seeing a girl for a little while." She's like, "Well, in order for her to come, I mean, have you guys been seeing each other for over 6 months?" I said, "In a couple, I'd say a month from now will be 6 months." So, yeah, by the time we get to the wedding it'll be 6 months. What why? She's like, okay, that's, that's
4: fine. That's a crazy. That is an out-of-pocket question and request. No, I I to under, know the duration of the timeline of they your wanted, relationship. They
3: want to know if it's. To she to if, if it's, it's
4: worthy t- enough to attend their
3: wedding. No, I kind of understood where she was coming from. I get it. You know what I mean? They want to make sure if you're reaching a certain point. You're not just bringing anybody. Because I will say this: though. it is a lot of money. They got to pay for her plate. I get that, but I will say this though. When I get
4: married, and my views on this might change as I get older, but when I get married, you are not bringing your significant other to my wedding unless you're married or I'm friends with them. You, you're just not bringing them. I'm not meeting your boyfriend, your girlfriend for the first time at my wedding. This isn't a meet and greet. This isn't a, a get to know someone speed dating. No, I'm, I'm not doing it. I won't. I refuse.
3: And that's that. If you go to Breezy's wedding, you better keep that in mind.
4: And my partner, same with them. If I don't know them, they're not, if I don't know your friend's significant other, they're not coming to our wedding.
3: Okay, I'm so sorry. Oh, you're so sorry. It's PXY mornings. We're gonna take a quick break because it's well needed. It's moose and breezy.
0: Hey, it's me, Julia. Your at work bestie on 98 PXY each weekday just after 2:30. I share my life hack of the day. I promise it'll make your life a little easier. The Julia Show on the number one hit music station, 98 PXY.
2: Want to clear the air? Need to get something off your chest? Go on, try 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 it. You want to feel the heat as it comes out of your mouth? I regret moving in with my lazy, unemployed boyfriend. No one cares that your kid made the honor roll. I, for the life of me, can't believe Odyssey Management gave these two clowns their own show. There, I said it. Now, doesn't that feel better? VXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy present... There, I said on it. ...on the number one hip music station. 98 VXY...
3: That time in the morning where we're just going to go ahead and clear the air—it is a free for all. Five eight five, shall we? Two five two nine eight hundred. It is a high of forty degrees today. I guess that means breezy's going on the boat. <laughs> Absolutely, get that wetsuit on. Gotta do it. All right, guys. It's the twentieth of December. Five days until Christmas. You—you're uh, probably all pissed off and frustrated.
4: The countdown's on our Instagram. Go check it out now at ninety peaks by Rochester.
3: Let's get over to our girl Leah. Sub Leah. I so wish my gym would stop playing music. It makes me want to cancel my membership. There, I said it. What uh, which gym are you a member at, Leah?
4: Well, I don't. I mean, like,
3: what? I don't understand. What's that? Just put your headphones
4: on. My like, gym plays the you?
3: worst rock and roll music in the gym locker room. Your
4: gym's a terrible gym.
3: No, it's not. I I mm. love going. I've it's been just a part, I was a part of that gym. Oh, what what's so bad about it?
4: I just I absolutely hate the meatheads that work the front desk. They're always like. They're always like goofing around, and like they act like you're bothering them when you walk in.
3: I've been going to that gym for one year, and never once has a guy been behind that counter. So you might have that gym confused with somewhere else. It's only women. They probably have a really, really high turnover rate. That's probably why. No, I don't think so. Uh, Who else we got here? I think people think if they buy expensive gifts this holiday, that's a big flex, and it's totally not. Saving a buttload of money at Dollar Tree or Marshalls—that's the real flex. There, I said it. I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Big Marshall guys over here.
4: I don't. I just like don't agree with spending full or
3: paying full price
4: for things when you could get it for a discount.
3: I don't agree with that. What is the most expensive candle you have ever bought? I don't. I I don't buy candles. I'm good. Oh on my that. god! Are you kidding me? I'm my apartment's filled with them. You gotta get soy, though, guys. I don't you don't want all that fake perfume my place in there. Down. Yeah, no. I I think the the most expensive candle <laughs> I ever bought was seventy five bucks. But I know it's a lot. Did Jesus
4: handcraft that?
3: Like, <laughs> what's, what's happening here? It lasted for like six months, <laughs> and I burned it like is that every day. A long time. Oh man, six months. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I didn't use it every single night, but I I definitely I definitely got some good use out of it. Janine I'm is a here. Big candle guy over here. Huge candle guy. Said farting in public is not impolite. There,
4: I said it. If someone gets mad, I'm sorry. That's who, on them.
3: Who who who's that? Janine. Oh, Janine, you definitely got to write that on your Bumble profile, Janine. Mm-hmm. The men will absolutely swarm your inbox. I promise you. Hi, my name's Janine. I like long walks on the beach. I like Abbott's frozen custard, and I like relieving myself in public. Let's get over to Katie. Hi, what's up, guys? I was always skeptical, but I'm not anymore. It's actually true what they say. Arby's really does have the meats, (laughs) and then she put a little wink face. Mm. Oh, Mm. oh, yeah, they sure do. Not me dipping my Arby's meat in your horsey sauce. Oh my god. Oh my god. Ew. Let's move on, Anna. No, I'll puke.
2: (laughs) No, I'm puking.
3: (laughs) Mm. Sup, Anna. I hate all of these ASPCA commercials that come on during the holidays. It's so sad. Anytime I see a starving dog on TV, I end up giving away all of my money. Make for it stop. Just a there I said it. Did I tell you I used to be um fundraiser for ASPCA for a couple of years? No. Raised a lot of money for those those horses, the dogs, the cats, what have you?
4: I have a friend who signed up for it was either that or what, like some of the children that needed help. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. In a third world country.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And she overdrafted her account. That was what pushed her over the edge. Oh, uh, Was that final $30.
3: Yeah, that job was brutal. Because I had to call and put people on sustainers. And some of them were already on it. And that just basically means they're giving like 10 15 bucks a month. Mm. But what I had to do was I was like, hey, I know you're giving $30 a month. Would you care to possibly up that to $75 a month? It made me cringe that. They're like, "What? I'm on a fixed income." No, I know. They're making me do it. Like
4: <laughs> You're like there's actually a
3: gun to my head. So. Uh. Ah. Mm. Yeah,
4: no. I I think that farting in public is
3: Oh, we're going back to that. Okay.
4: Yeah, because This person texted and said, piggybacking off Janine, farts are funny. There I said it. I don't think that farts are funny.
3: Oh my gosh. They're they're funny if it's like the right person doing it. Then it's funny. It's not just funny with anybody, you know? (laughs) Okay. Wait, get to yours today. Where are you at?
4: (sighs) You know, mine for today is this. If you're a man and you're still wearing shorts out in public after the weather's dropped below 40 degrees, you need a, you need a psych eval. There, I said it. Mm. Immediate psych eval. Yeah. Why are you wearing shorts in a blizzard? Guys wear shorts all year round. Why?
3: Because their legs don't get cold. Why? Their legs don't you get cold. You look like an idiot. Well, I'm sure there are some out there that think that maybe, hey, some women are going to find that to be an interesting trait to mate with. If
4: girls did that, you would look at them like they're nuts.
3: Girls do do that. Have you ever seen women here in Rochester and Buffalo go out to the clubs never, back in the day? I've
4: never seen a woman wear cargo shorts to a club. No, I haven't. That's not something that I've seen.
3: But they still wear a dress with no jacket, sleeveless, everything. What's the difference?
4: A dress with no jacket is a fashion statement. Cargo shorts with a puffer, you look like an idiot.
3: No, you look like a tech guy who makes a ton of money. I'm going to get to mine for today. Um, I eat and drink almost anything, and I and I do I enjoy it. However, I will
4: explains the cholesterol.
3: I will never ever enjoy fruitcake, and I just wish people would stop bringing it to a holiday party. That's
4: really not a hot take. Everybody hates fruitcake. That's
3: not true. Not everybody. But most of the parties that I've gone to where there is a fruitcake, not a single person has touched it. But people just keep bringing it. I don't get it. Yeah, just cut it off. Cut it off. There I said it. It's like that in eggnog. I love eggnog. Eggnog to me is delicious. I will drink that. Ew. Yeah, eggnog is great.
4: Last year on this time, I think it was, I did like a live taste
3: test of... Mayo nog and eggnog. I almost puked. Oh yeah, you put mayo in anything. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty bad. I almost puked. Katie's texting back in. She goes, Moose, are you serious yeah. about the horsey sauce? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Happy holidays. <laughs> you too can be the center of attention. Call or text Moose and Breezy now. 585-252-980. 98
0: PXY, the number one hit music station.
3: PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Imagine donating one of your organs to your boss because they so badly needed it. And then they turn around and they're like, you're fired.
4: So sorry. Thank you for your time.
3: Thank you for your kidney. Thank
4: you for your kidney. <laughs> Thank you for your time at this company. But we, your services are no longer needed. So Breezy. Let's get into it.
3: Message this to me on Instagram yesterday. I'm like, this is wild. This is a true story that actually happened that now people are becoming very familiar with. And this woman, did it say where she worked?
4: Yeah, she was at a dealership down in Long Island.
3: That checks out. Mm -hmm. Those car dealerships, man. Yeah. Imagine having so much charisma that you can con someone out of their own kidney. That's what her boss did.
4: Yep. Yep. So basically, I'll give you the rundown. This story is a little older. It happened in 2012. So over 10 years ago, a decade old, a woman donated her kidney to a nationally kidney registered as a part of like a kidney exchange Mm -hmm. that allowed her boss to be paired with her as a donor and receive her kidney. The exchange occurred um, in August of 2011, and she was fired in April of 2012. So... If you do the math, that's almost a full year. Almost. Almost. Shy shy a couple months. But he fired her for taking, quote unquote, too long to recover from this surgery of not only her giving a kidney, but giving her kidney to him. So as the decade goes, this story pops up in headlines time and time again. And it was just recently, it made its way back into the new cycle and I saw it. And now there's been an ongoing lawsuit Yes, for over a decade.
3: Here's the thing. She got this surgery on August 10th. She was getting pressure to return to work by September 6th. So it hasn't even been a full month yet. Okay. She's still recovering at home. And they're pressuring her like, you know, this is taking longer than it should. You need to get back here. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> uh, can you imagine? I'm so sorry. I Listen, I love our boss, Danger. He's mm-hmm. my boy. I'm not giving him a kidney. I'm not going to do it.
4: You wouldn't give him a kidney if he needed it and it was no harm to you?
3: I just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I mean, people give their kidneys to random strangers all the time. No, I know that. I am an organ donor. It says it on my license. Me too. So, uh, I don't know. I Listen.
4: Also, like, okay.
3: I hope she makes a lot of money off of this. Say
4: that she was taking too long or whatever the case may be. I think at that point, you're a lifer. Like, you're going to work there for life unless you leave on your terms. Like, Correct. I don't think... In any way, shape, or form, it is acceptable for your boss to fire you after you essentially saved his life. Like, okay, if you're stealing from the company or if, you know, these very, very, very high circumstances of like, you're clearly in the wrong. And listen, there might be more to the story, but the reason that she was fired, per her boss, was she was taking too long to recover. Correct. And needed to get back to work.
3: Don't know what the recovery time for a operation is like that. Somebody removing your kidney and then you being bedridden for what? How long? A month? Two? I mean, you know, she wasn't well, even out for a month before they started so pressuring her. it says her.
4: most often takes around three to six weeks. Okay. So that's a month mm-hmm. and a half at most, two months at most.
3: So... What does that conversation even look like? Like the boss is obviously a piece of crap. Right. But who what does that phone call even sound like?
4: But is he, though? Because, like, I don't know. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. If she donated the kidney Mm -hmm. in August of 2011 and she wasn't fired until April of 2012. Like, was she milking that like for almost a full year? Like, like, I just looked it up. And again, every circumstance is different. But it says the the average recovery time is anywhere from three to six weeks and in some cases up to 12 which is still only three months like i guess i don't really understand why she was fired at
3: almost a year later for no taking i don't know too long I, well you know if what that, I mean? like, even if that was the case i would demand to have my kidney back No, I would. By the way, do we know if this case was dismissed or this is ongoing?
4: It's still going. Is it? So she sued him, obviously. Um, There was a huge lawsuit between her and the car dealership and all of the things.
3: Yeah. Crystal is texting in. She goes, a boss is pretty much like a roommate. You guys could be pals today, but ex-friends tomorrow. And once that happens, he or she is just going to be someone you wish you'd never met. Ooh. Crystal is definitely speaking from experience. She sure is. Yeah. She's really angry. Yeah. Even Uh, though it was a text, you could tell the tone behind it. You could. No good deed goes unpunished, Breezy.
4: Yeah. You just, like, guess, think twice before you donate a kidney. My, My friend's mom donated her kidney to a random stranger who needed a match. I remember that.
3: There was a beautiful story that came out um, on social media. I saw this. This father desperately needed a, a kidney transplant. Mm-hmm. And he woke up and his daughter was laying next to him in the hospital bed. He had no idea that she was the donor. It was a, it was a, it was a good story.
4: Wait, that's so cute. Um, this person says, also, I don't know if procedures have changed or recovery time or not. But when I had mine done, it was way shorter than a full year.
3: Yeah. Listen, I worked at a car dealership for a couple years, and I'm telling you right now, look at some of these guys, the sales guy there, some of the managers I've worked with, all good dudes. But this, this checks out. If this is gonna happen anywhere, it's gonna be You're at a cardio I love them all dearly,
4: but like definitely some sketchy stuff going on. 100%
3: of the time. Happy holidays. Hey, this is Taylor Swift.
0: What's up? This is Doja Cat. Hey, this is Dewey Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everyone out there. Happy holiday.
3: PXY Mornings, the question of the day is from our friend Daniel. Do you guys think my wife is overreacting? Yikers. Oh, Daniel.
4: Smooth Sounds and breezy. Like he's in a bit of a trouble here. A little
3: bad. Daniel's been listening to the show for a long time. Um, he also graduated from Greece Athena a couple years before me. So both of us have an incredible academic background, Breeze. The story I got from him originally is he pissed his wife off and he's mm-hmm. been in the doghouse for quite some time. Yikes. I'll let Dan- Daniel's on on hold i'm gonna let him tell the story but before i do that um 585 on whether or not you think daniel's wife is making it a point to hold too much resentment after he made a joke about his wife's cooking or if you think he's i don't know he's in the in the wrong i don't i don't know i i don't, it's hard to say it is hard to say uh good morning daniel are you there
1: in my defense, it was really, really funny at the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is, it is not funny now. Uh, no. It is anti-funny, but it was at the time.
3: What's the uh, what's the scoop, man? Because uh, uh, when we originally talked, she's pissed. Yeah.
4: She's
1: shaking. Pissed. I know, man, and it's it's just like I'll make this quick because my wife is in the shower. <laughs> It's gotten to the point where I I feel like it's getting a little unreasonable. I mean, I I get it, guys get in the doghouse when they put their foot in the mouth, you know, we learn a lesson. Um, but it's th- this is a bit much. Um, I mean, it's like it's an easy 6 months since this incident. Um 6 months. So I, I, yeah, do you, do you see? Do you see a reaction?
3: You, um, I thought you. Yeah, I thought it was at least a month. I didn't know it was six, <laughs> half a yeah, year.
1: Yeah, dude, and and it's like, and I bring it up now and then, and she's just like, "Oh, just leave me alone." Like you're being dramatic. Like don't overreact, and like you've, you know, a lot of good things have come out of it. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, but you're specifically not cooking for me like you cook for oh. the kids and like yourself and stuff and like you're sort of like almost going out of your way to not provide me
3: food well <laughs> and, tell uh, tell the story you know. tell the story why though well okay so
1: we were at this uh big cookout uh over in the summer with our friends uh we do this a handful of times uh each year this is a summer over thing. The summer
4: it's winter <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know um, and like, I, I make some, uh, offhanded joke about her, like usually burning food, th- something like that. It was like the flames on the grill were going, it was great. Like it, the timing, everybody laughed, like, and you know, and then I was like, no, no, but seriously, she, she does a great job. I, I played it off. I did all the things and later like that the next morning, she just was really cold and like not not feeling it and and later that afternoon laid into it of like that was so uncalled for blah 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 blah. and i'm like whoa 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 honey i'm sorry you know like i really didn't mean anything mean by it or or whatever you you
3: basically told your wife she's a bad cook in front of all your friends
1: Yeah, but so did all the other friends with their partners. So we we were all in it together. If they Um, jumped
4: off a bridge, would you?
1: This is not a bridge. This is a joke (laughs) at a cookout, m'lady. You you (laughs) have been (laughs) months, so I would
4: say it's a bridge. (laughs) I don't
1: know anything about... Here, I'll give you an example. I don't know anything about helicopter flying. And yet, if I saw a helicopter upside down in a tree, I would know something's wrong. Um, uh,
4: Great analogy
1: Absolutely Yeah (laughs) like we we can figure this out Um, Yeah yeah, You you sound like like
4: you're just trying to get yourself out of this buried grave that you're in right now And you're just scrounging I mean I have done
1: all the I've just I've done all the proper like husbandly things I've let a bunch of time pass I have said I am sorry, genuinely. I mean it multiple times. I have taken on to cook for her here and there, oh, and wow, that's nice like, of you. for the family, oh. and you know, like I'm, I'm, we're doing all the things, and I just feel like this is a little unreasonable. And like, if marriage is a compromise and like a partnership, like. This I've done my penance. I'm sorry. Like this, oh to carry this on is sort of stubborn and beyond what what I think someone should do. In like, you know, you need to learn your lesson. Or it's, has it's, your wife yeah, it's ever a much.
3: held a uh, grudge towards you for this long or resentment?
1: Um, not quite uh, close, but not quite this long. This well, is sort of a new thing.
3: How have you tried to apologize? This is so
2: tough.
1: Oh, man, I brought flowers home, I've written little notes, I had said to her face multiple times, I'm sorry, I've apologized to her in front of our friends, you know, like, I I mm-hmm. really, I'm not trying to play this off or not, you know, uh, take, take my punishment where it's due, but it's just, I, I think... You know, the, yeah, there's a it's point a lot. where, look, yeah, and it's like, and if the other party isn't going to listen to anything, then, like, where, how is that going to get us anywhere? And it, right. I feel like you, you lose the moral high ground after a while when the person is sincerely sorry and doing the thing.
3: Daniel, I always found a way to a woman's heart when she's upset is to offer her a piece of cheese. Like,
4: she's literally a mouse. Sure, that makes sense. Daniel, oh, we already have some texts
3: coming in right now, and one of the people... Uh, That was first to message in is Laura, and she says, if you insulted your wife, why do you expect her to keep doing it for you and keep cooking? Now, every time she's cooking, the only thing she's thinking about is your insults.
1: Yeah, but Period. like is, did she ignore did she ignore all the other wonderful things I've said about her and about the cooking. Doesn't like, matter.
0: <laughs> doesn't matter. It's you all out your, the window. You, know, your, you do one thing you wrong. You put and your then that's entire thing foot in your
4: mouth and that's like okay, Daniel, let me put it into perspective for you, buddy. If somebody comes up to you and is like Oh, Daniel, you're so funny. You're so great. You're so wonderful. But one person comes up to you and says, Daniel, you're ugly. You're not going to think about all the nice things that people said. You're going to think about that one person that said you were ugly.
1: mm I'm not gonna think about it for months and months and hold a never-ending grudge. I'm gonna eventually let it go and like move on with my life. If I let that run my life, I would not get a lot done. Man's gotta eat. Look, I'm just trying to find the best solution to help her get over this. Like, I feel like I've done everything I can, and like I'm at a loss.
3: Okay, Mm -hmm. we got texts coming in, and I'm sure you're gonna want to hear them. So. I'll put you on hold Daniel. 585-252-9800. Who's in the wrong here? Is Daniel's wife holding a resentment for way too long? It's been 6 months or does Daniel deserve it?
1: No, I don't deserve it.
3: Clearly,
4: I don't know about that. But anyways,
3: Daniel, thank you so much uh for the for the call and coming on the show with us. Good luck to you, sir. Hey, You're going to need it. Thank you for your time, guys. Marriage sounds awesome. <laughs> he's dying i <laughs> he scared I absolutely love that he had to call us quick while his wife was in the shower I
4: absolutely loved how he was dying of <laughs> laughter on his way out like he knows something's about to go down
3: Kevin texted in and goes a woman holding a grudge for more than six months wow I've never heard anything like that before shocker
4: LOL, Kevin, you're also so funny. <laughs> Thank you so uh, much for your insight this morning. It's really helpful. This person
3: says he doesn't sound like he's truly sorry at he's all. dying laughing. No wonder his wife is unhappy with him. I don't think we're hearing the entire story. I
4: don't think we are either. He danced around it. Of
3: course he did. Mm, yes. I think she's overreacting. But the moral of the story is don't say your wife can't cook, whether you're joking or not. Now he's paying the price. Mm. Yeah, and they got a kid too. They she's do she's have a kid. she's not happy at all.
4: No, I and like I, I mean it, I I don't. Here's the problem. It's not a problem. Here's the issue that I think he's having an issue with. Is that I don't think she's mad about it anymore. She's not mad. She's just like noted, got it. No longer cooking for you. There's no there's no sense in being mad or angry.
3: About I know, it. but listen, if you're married for that long, you should understand each other's humor. And if she doesn't understand the fact that he was goofing around because all the other guys were doing the same thing about their wives, I get you can be pissed off for a little while, but eventually let it go. No,
4: but like, she's a pioneer woman. She's a feminist. She's not going to stand for it. She's a
3: pioneer. It. and w- Pioneer
4: w- woman. She's not going to stand for it. Oh, just because all the other dweebs are doing it. You're not going to be a dweeb. And if you are a dweeb, then you're just not going to get, you're just not going to eat. Go to Burger King. I don't know.
3: Oh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine just not. Having to walk on eggshells with my I partner. I can't imagine
4: being absolutely stomped on on the daily and then just continuing to do things nice things for people. No, nope, couldn't be me. Why Not is it? Me.
3: Who said it? Who said anything about it being on the daily? Nobody. Well, it's on the, it's on the daily.
4: <laughs> maybe this was the straw that broke her camel's back.
3: Yeah, his wife is definitely making it a point to divorce him. Carissa said he should prepare himself because, by the sound of things, this marriage is it might be over with. Uh, Lisa says he just needs to continue to apologize. I think if it's been six months, she should eventually start to slowly get over it. Yeah, well, I mean, the kid, the guy now is definitely eating Hot Pockets for dinner every night. Mm. One more slip up and he's going to be eating Lean Pockets. Catch my drift.
4: (laughs) He's a hundred. Oh my God. This text. I'm dead. Um... Oh my God! There's so many. This person says,
3: "I love our nine o'clock hour listeners because they don't give a crap. They're so unhinged.
4: He's a hundred. He a hundred percent is the husband that needs her to be a fifties housewife, and she's not doing it because she's a strong, <laughs> independent woman.
3: He she's does a not pioneer, need
4: her help. pioneer woman. She does not. He does not need her help at all. He can. I can tell from the comments. He helped take some cookies off her plate,
3: sir." Sir,
4: goodbye. <laughs> no, we'll see you later.
3: Yeah, he's like I, I made dinner a couple nights.
4: We're in 2023, and he can't cook his own food. Yikes! That's I mean, what's the
3: solution here, though? I understand people are mad, but what is he going to have to do?
4: Take her, take her out, take her to a five star. You said, I said, more. I said, you can't cook. I can't cook either. Let's go out to a nice dinner at Black and Blue and talk about it. Over. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay.
4: And then maybe followed by a treatment at the Del Monte and with possibly an overnight stay.
3: Yeah. So I would we love to really
4: just like cleanse our souls and our issues.
3: Yeah, I would love to be a fly on that wall during dinner. I Why can't think, you be more listen, like your brother?
4: Listen, I don't think she's mad. I just think she's done. There's a difference between being mad and being done. She's
3: and, so she's done. She threw the apron away, and I she's, mean she's done. she's Just done. She's like, fed up.
4: You're just at peace with it. When somebody put, pushes you and makes you so angry, there's no sense in getting, seeing red and screaming. You're just done. It's just done. <laughs> <laughs> at every ex I've ever had.
3: <laughs> uh, it's P X Y. We're gonna take a quick, quick break. Thank you guys for all the messages this morning. And Daniel. Uh, Good luck, man yeah. Hey, it's Devins and I'll keep you in the know On everything happening right here in Rochester Because I
2: actually live here, just like you
3: Along with tons of PXY music Every afternoon, starting
0: at 3 On 98PXY